Welcome to the Booktopia podcast. My name is Bronwyn Ely and today we're bringing you a very special episode of our podcast. So last night we were at the Australian Book Industry Awards and as the authors, the very lucky authors who were winning the prizes won, they would come backstage and uh, uh, Olivia Frico and I got to speak with a few of them. So it was a really great uh, honour to do that. They had uh, some amazing things to say. They were all very excited as you can imagine. So just sit back, relax and have a listen to our chats with these authors. Um, I'm here with Bree Lee, the winner of General Biography of the Year at the ABS. Um, how does it feel? Very surreal. Um, mm. Super exciting. Um, I, the book has been out almost a year now, um, and I am still shocked when I find out about things like this, of course. Mm. Um, pinching myself more than anyone else, that's for sure. Yeah, that's amazing. And Eggshell Skull is such a kind of presents us with some brutally honest truths about kind of our society. Did you ever imagine Australia would embrace it as much as it has? No, actually, that was a huge thing. Um, mm. So when I started writing it and when I um, pitched it and sold it to Alan and Ullman, mm. uh, it was pre-Weinstein, pre-Me Too, pre-any wow. of that. Um, mm. And so I still feel incredibly lucky and grateful that mm. the year in which Eggshell Skull came out was mm. really the first year that um, our ears, sort of our collective ears, were open to these conversations. Um, and so I feel very grateful that it has been able to sort of ride that wave, but also mm. I feel quite proud that it has been a part of that wave. Yeah, you definitely should be. Are there any plans for working on anything new? Or? Yeah, I have, a, um, I have an essay coming out in November. Um, I think, awesome. yeah, called Beauty. So that's sort of the next thing on the horizon. We look forward to reading it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much and congrats again. Thank you both. Thanks. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm here with Andy Griffiths, who has just won the Arbia for Book of the Year for Younger Children, ages 7 to 12. As we know, Andy is one half of the dynamic duo that does the uh, 104-storey treehouse, which is part of your treehouse series. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's actually a dynamic trio because my wife, Jill, is a co-writer and editor of the series as well. That's amazing. Crucial. Uh, very crucial. Uh, yeah. she, she, she adjudicates on all our... Um, comedy and stops us going too far down the uh, rabbit hole of conceptual absurdity, which we would do if, we, if she wasn't there. <laughs> well, this is a series that just keeps going on and on, going up and up, as it were. Yeah. Are you ever surprised at how, just how far it's gone? And just Completely, yes. It just started off as a one-off book, which we were just experimenting, seeing what we could get away with. And, uh, and the kids loved it. And then we said, let's double the amount of stories from 13 to 26 and we'll tell about our, how we built the treehouse. And each book, we think we've used up every good idea, but it's, it's a bit like the magic pudding, <laughs> if I can cite a famous Australian book. No matter how much you, you write and how much you eat, it just keeps renewing itself, so there's always a new book. That's the same as the books that have come, but also different. And, um, yeah, we're just we're loving, loving entertaining the kids so much. Yeah, I think they're loving it just as much, so congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Hello, I'm here with Arbia winner Davina Bell. She has just won for the Children's Picture Book of the Year for All the Ways to Be Smart, which is an amazing book. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, so um, why do you think it's so important to have books like this there for kids? I think with our book we would try to say to kids, you can be smart in many ways. It's not just about how well you do in school or academic achievement. Um, and I wanted every child to recognise in this book a way that they may not, may not have thought of that they might be intelligent. So I think what we're really trying to say is you're good enough just as you are and you have worth as a person just as you are and you don't have to turn yourself into something else. Oh, that's 
such a beautiful message. And is this the kind of book that you wish you had as a kid? Absolutely, 100%. I really feel like I wrote this book because I really could have used it. Um, Even just when I was at uni, as a a late teenager at law school, really feeling like I wasn't the smartest person in the room and that I was a failure because of that. So I think a part of it is for my younger self. I love that. Well, congratulations again. Thank you so much. So I'm here with Holly Ringland, who is the author of The Lost Flowers of Alice Heart, <laughs> and she's just won the General Fiction Book of the Year Award. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Bron. How do you feel? Um, uh, like, I don't mean to be boring, but I feel really surreal. I yep. feel out of body. Um, it's that huge shock that comes um, when you've really, like, r- regulated expectations so that you can enjoy just the enormous honour of being shortlisted and uh, I had myself quite convinced that I was really like calm and steady and then when they called out my name like I there was just a point where I forgot to stand up do you think you were dreaming like it it, it was just that whole like oh no I'm just gonna sit here and cry and Catherine was like get up and go (laughs) go now um, so it's everything's a little bit in slow motion. I bet. Well, I remember mm. when you came into Booktopia. Oh my god! And seeing oh no, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Oh. Your reaction to seeing your books in that pile. And do you think that you'll ever get used to the success that your book has been having? Um, with not with not an ounce of false modesty about it. Um, I hope I never do. Yeah. Because it it. I mean, it was published in March 2018, and we're like 14 months or 15 months later. And I, I, it, when people tell me that they've read it, I still feel like I have to check who they're talking to. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a wondrous, wondrous thing, and it's luck and timing that turned up because I did the hard work. Yeah, you know, it's like that trifecta. Yeah. I mean, we, I remember we discussed this a lot back when you came over, but what was the driving force behind the decision to write this book, finally write this book? Because you wanted to write forever. Yes, forever. I, um, to be honest, I got really sick of being afraid. Yeah. I, I had been afraid of writing and failing, and it hadn't gotten me anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to try and, and see what happens. Oh that. my god! I know. I, yeah. I just yeah. want to say congratulations so much. It's well thank deserved. Thank you. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for all your support. Always. So I'm here with ABA winner Jeremy Lachlan, who has just won Book of the Year for Older Children um, for your debut novel Jane Doe and the Cradle of All Worlds. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm completely overwhelmed. It's, it's, it's a real honour. I love it. <laughs> it's amazing. And we saw on Twitter today that you've just finished book two. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's been crazy. I, two days ago, I finished my first draft of book two, which was uh, I was really under the pump for the deadline for that, so getting hardly any sleep. And then the next day, I had to, I've, I've been emceeing at the Sydney Writers' Festival, so I haven't quite had a chance to get any sleep so this kind of just feels like is it actually happening or just a a dream but it's a very good dream it is and congratulations thank you thank you you. i am here with the avia winner for the pixio harris award kathy koslovsky um congratulations how does it feel oh thank you very much it it's it's great honor Mm. and 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 a bit of a surprise i have to say but yes it's it's lovely to Mm. to have received it in my last year working so oh really mm, I'm about to retire I've been in the business 52 years so time to go that is such an achievement well done so Kathy what are you reading at the moment um well I'm I've just read Rose Town by Cynthia Ryland Mm. which came out last year uh, an American book 
which I actually loved, but I think it's for it's for a particular sort of girl, um, so it'll be interesting um, handing it, uh, giving it to them. Um, I've also just read uh, The Peacock Detectives um, by Carly Nugent, uh, which, who is an Australian author, and a really interesting book because it's got quite deep, quite heavy themes in a way, but it's also a very easy, entertaining read. Um, so I think a lot of children are going to enjoy it. Funnily enough, you have to sometimes talk past the parents and grandparents <laughs> because when you mention there's a broken marriage in it, mm. sometimes they'll put it down where the kid won't. Mm. Yeah. And it's so important for children's literature to really explore those themes, you know, so that they don't, they're introduced to them in such a safe and friendly environment. Environment, and I think and often mm. it helps children coping with their own lives to yeah. stand in somebody else's shoes and see how somebody else has coped. Mm. Yeah. Well, congratulations again. Thank you. I'm here with Lynette Noni, who has just won the Small Publishers Children's Book of the Year Awards at the Arbius for Whisper. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you very much. Very exciting. It's very exciting, and that book's done so well, and it's just such a win for Aussie YA. Yeah. How does it feel? It's very surreal. Mm. I, I feel like since this book came out, everything has been a massive whirlwind, and it's like blink and you miss it, and then I'm hearing these stats of how well it's doing, and I'm like, are you sure that's my book? And uh, yeah, it's been crazy from beginning to end, and it's not even ended yet, so. I know, they've just announced book two, yeah, so book a cover two, design, it looks yeah. amazing. It looks gorgeous, it comes out in November, November 4th, I think, so yeah, getting to that now. This is definitely the boost to get you ready for that publication. Yeah, so. definitely, very exciting. <laughs> so we'll be looking forward to seeing that one, and congratulations again. Hello, we're at the Avias and I'm here with uh, Mary Small, who's the publisher for Hedy McKinnon's book, Family, which just won Best Illustrated Book of the Year at the Avias. How does it feel? It feels fantastic, thank you. It's, uh, it's really been a journey with Hetty. This is her third book, and I, in a genre that is otherwise completely dominated really with celebrity, um, Hetty's managed to reach a huge number of readers and I think her message really resonates uh, well beyond the need for um, a typical media profile. So it's really exciting and really gratifying as a publisher to, to yeah. win. Yeah. Well, she, she should be excited. What was it yeah. like to work with her? She is a dream to work with. She's an absolute dream. I'm really sorry she couldn't be here tonight. She uh, is, that, is a wonderful mix of having a really firm vision herself for what the book should, uh, how it should feel, how it should sound, what it should look like. Um, and sometimes that can be tricky to navigate with authors. Uh, some authors have no idea whatsoever and are happy to be guided by you, but others do have a clear idea. And that's actually for a publisher the most enjoyable dance to dance, that um, working together and collaborating on creating what ends up being quite a joint vision. So um, she's an absolute delight to work with. So. Awesome. It's fantastic to win for her. Yeah. Mm. And just finally, do you have a favourite recipe from the book? Um, I would well, the one that I make time and time again is a grilled corn recipe where you char grill lots of corn, chop it up into discs, uh, mix it through some couscous. There is an absolutely amazing lime crema which consists of creme fraiche and a lot of lime juice and zest. Um, and it's the recipe that I am most asked about when I bring that dish somewhere. So I would say, yeah, that, that recipe. absolutely delicious. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. So we're here with Tony Nash, CEO of Booktopia, and he's just won the National Book Retailer of the Year Award. How does it feel, Tony? Well, it's not just, I didn't just win. Oh. We won. We won. We, we as in 
us, the Booktopia team, 200 people, but five million Australians that are bought from us. I mean, it's all all collective. It's it's the it's the industry. It's the authors, publishers, distributors. So it's um, it's a very very satisfying feeling. Yeah, because I mean, you've been in this business a long time, and it's your passion. It's where you live. It's where you work. And where do you see Booktopia going? Actually, that's funny that you should say that because I do not feel like I've been in the industry a long time. I know it's 15 years, but um, there's many people here tonight who have been decades, and I still feel like an outsider. So I think that's why when you say, where are we going? The more that we take that 3D position on the industry and don't immerse ourselves in it, the more opportunities there are. So some of the things we're doing is is getting involved in becoming a distributor. So we've got bookshops buying from us and that's growing rapidly. Academic sales are going massive and the, the general business is growing. So. Um, 130 million in revenue this year, and we're heading for 200 million in the next couple of years. So, onward and upward. I'm here with Trent Dalton, author of author of Boy Swallows Universe, who has just won his fourth Abier Award. Can you believe it? Yeah. What the hell? What's that about? Like, my God, I've um, you know, there's no world, there's no universe in which Trent Dalton wins four Abier Awards. You know what well, I mean? What the hell just happened? What I is don't that? No, this this universe. Happened? And did you you've heard the rumor that? that you are the only person to have ever won four I have awards. heard this, I have been told this, that and that freaking blew my mind. I got the award handed to me by Richard Flanagan, mm -hmm. um, I got another one handed to me by Annabelle Crabb and Lee Sales, like seriously, how do I, how do I even move on from this night, guys, but like it's like, um, no, I just, honestly, I remember you guys, I remember yeah. Booktopia, honestly, I swear to God, how do much, you remember you? no, do you remember, like yes. you guys were just, you freaking believed in that book right from the start. The whole office went crazy for it. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm oh not man, kidding. there is a guy named Ben Hunter, there's a guy named John Purcell, and I remember just sitting down with those beautiful boys and they're just going, mate, believe in this shit you've written, believe in this thing you've done, because it's going places, and it's hard for me to believe that, you know, because the book, the book will explain why it's hard to believe, because you go through stuff and it's just hard to believe great things happen consistently, you know? And you're just constantly thinking the rug's just gonna be pulled out from under your feet. And that someone might go, someone like of the caliber of John Purcell or Ben Hunter might go, hey man, that's great. But you don't think that the world's gonna believe the same things that Ben Hunter believes, you know? Like he's a, he's a freaking beautiful guy, that guy. And he said this word about that book. It still, it still is like, basically that was the first win yeah. was when he said, this is a phantasmagoria yeah. of a novel. And I was just like, I freaking love that guy forevermore. And I will love him till the day he dies. And, uh, and I'm sure it's he'd just, love to hear that. <laughs> well, it's like a fact, you know, and I was just like, you know, that's what it's like. And there's people like from you guys, you know, and you go there. Do you remember, I remember going into the Booktopia. You know what, I shit you not. I said once, I was in the Booktopia office mm -hmm. and there was like 500 books you guys had yes. piled up. And I said, I swear to God, Imagine if they sold all of these <laughs> I books. That. I swear to God, I was just like, wouldn't that be the most amazing thing? And then, you know, something catches on. It just takes fire and I don't know. And, and it's just deeply moving to me. Like to be here talking to you guys who just had faith and just back people. And I just find that whole thing about backing people just so massive. Well, this industry is really about word of mouth as well, isn't it? I mean, every time someone asks me what book they should read, yours is always one of the ones I tell them. Like it's, and oh. that's it. You've got to tell people, spread that word because your book is so amazing. Well, my book is also, it's not, it's not something where you can go, 
it's a story of a kid who goes to a school of witchcraft and wizardry. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a really complex story and it it's is. sort of, it's really hard to pitch sometimes, you know, and it needed people like you guys and it needed people just in the book, the booksellers to just go, look, trust look, us, trust us, trust mm-hmm. me, trust me, mm-hmm. read it. I know it sounds like it's about this, yeah. but in fact, it's a story of love and hope and all the great things in the world. And it was so hard to sort of get that across. We needed you guys, you know, you got, and you guys did that for us, I swear to God. And you did it so beautifully. You were just like going with enthusiasm, you know. Enthusiasm is like the thing that gets me by in life, like the biggest freaking things that have ever happened to me through enthusiasm. And that's what reminds me about Booktopia, I swear yeah. to God. I'm not just like, this is no endorsement for Booktopia, but I'm just grateful right now. And I'm just saying that to you guys. It's like everything you guys do is done with enthusiasm. John Purcell and Ben Hunter walked me through your factory and they did it with enthusiasm. (laughs) And admittedly, that was pretty boring, that tour. (laughs) But they just kept on going like, isn't this amazing now? Because they were so enthusiastic. And I talked to to Ben Hunter tonight and I'm just going, he's telling me about books that that John's given him. And John Purcell is back home having a beer right now. And I'm just going, brother, brilliant things happen, man. And I freaking love you so much, mate. And I love the whole Booktopia gang because you just do it for the right reasons and and you make me want to do this so much more. Like you make me want to do this for 20 more years. We're so glad, we want you to. And congratulations so much Trent, you so well deserved. Thank you so much for your time. Like I'm a journo, you know, like so yeah. and you're just like, this is, you know, what the hell, you're interviewing me. And I know, it's pretty cool eh? It <laughs> means a lot to me, seriously, you are brilliant. I'm Thank so, love Booktopia. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to the Booktopia podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if your eyeballs need a workout, check us out on YouTube at Booktopia TV. And don't forget for all books featured on this episode and all episodes of the Booktopia podcast, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore at www.booktopia.com.au. Thanks for listening.